That's my review. That's my entire review. <laughs> sniper special ops, more like sniper special farts. <laughs> sniper better call the cops. This movie was terrible. But this is Hans, right? Yeah, yeah. Hans has got this one. Ha- oh, Hans sounds so upset that it's him. <laughs> you were so excited when we first told you that you had this one. Yeah. 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 I don't. I want to keep this one brief. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay by me. But you can't check your six. It's kind of like, you know, taking a screwdriver to a gunfight. What's happening? Just like on top, top. I just ate a, a little pizza, so I'm very full and very tired and very frustrated and very angry. <laughs> so, Hans, how long ago did you watch this movie? I It ended about 25 minutes ago. Okay. So not coming in as hot as you've come in the past, but coming in fairly hot. Yeah. This one, I think, is the first of these movies that's less than 90 minutes. It's 85 mm-hmm. minutes long. And wow. let me tell you. It did not feel that short. It, nope. is <laughs> it is a long and dragging and slow and meandering one hour 25. This was just straight garbage. You know how when you have the whole family over and then you do dishes and like not everything fits in the dishwasher. So you have to hand wash a bunch of stuff and there's like all the crumbs and all the crap that gets down in the sink. And then you got to run the garbage disposal and you got to like clean out the little trap. And there's just like all of this like gook and grossness and like just disgusting crap that you don't really want to touch in the sink. Yeah. yeah that's I'm this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's what this movie is. That's about that's, right. That's this movie digi- that that's what this is just digitized this was just straight garbage i don't i'm going to need help because i don't remember what happened in it <laughs> almost nothing i think there was basically nothing almost nothing if anything no less happened no, like, i don't think they could legally call it a movie like 15 <laughs> minutes of stuff max yeah <laughs> no tricks no special watching techniques i actually sat through this whole thing and paid attention to it while i ate my little pizza and i can tell you that there's just like nothing that happened it's just complete trash so this movie is called sniper special ops on the poster there's no colon but in the listing on all the streaming services there's a colon between sniper and special ops doesn't matter out of courtesy I steven think. seagal is the face on the poster it's his face plastered on a very skinny man's body which is very funny and it's the poster makes me so mad <laughs> because it has like tanks and uh, a field behind it and no, neither of those things are in the movie that's not why it makes me mad <laughs> so well, above sniper special ops is are written two names Seagal mm-hmm. and Van Damme okay I thought this is where you're headed <laughs> not the Van Damme you're thinking of not no. the one you would naturally be led to believe perhaps No, no, no. no. (laughs) Not that Van Damme. We're talking about WWE's Rob Van Damme, (laughs) who is a completely different Van Damme. And let me be clear before we get into this. Neither of those two names, neither of those two people are the stars of this movie. No. Seagal spends the entire movie just like sitting in a chair doing nothing. That's not even a joke. So this movie is Sniper Special Ops. 
This it has Steven Seagal on the poster. Cool. It has Seagal and RVD's names on the poster, but it's not about either of them. The yeah, Seagal is the is the sniper for the special ops team who's meant to rescue a congressman from the Taliban. You never see Seagal and the rest of the team on the screen at the same time nope. until the very end of the movie. You get the feeling that it was shot entirely separate between the the diff, like different crews because you just see Seagal up in like a sniper nest and he does nothing for about 20 minutes. He has a sniper rifle, uses it three times and then never comes back up. He doesn't uh, do any uh, other sniping. He, he, he shoots the rifle three times, and then there's no more sniping in the rest of Sniper Special Ops. That's it. And uh, a sniper rifle would have come in handy many times throughout the movie. <laughs> so we're starting off strong right there. They get split up. Seagal and his buddy get stuck, and they don't make it on the convoy out of town. So the whole movie, the rest of the movie is about other people. Yeah, Rob Van Dam is in that group of other people, but he's not even the main character of that group. No. <laughs> so throughout the whole movie, while this other group is there doing their thing, it cuts back to Seagal and his buddy who got shot. And they just like have these maybe 30 second pieces of dialogue about four times throughout the entire movie. And that's it. That's all you see of him. That's all you hear of him. Just to like remind you that Steven is in this movie. And yeah, just to remind you why he's on the poster. The dialogue consists of the man saying, ah, I don't think I'm going to make it. Skull going, don't worry about it, brother, I got you. And then <laughs> cut back to the other, the main plot for another 20 minutes. Cut back to, oh man, I got this girl at home. Oh, don't worry, brother, I'm going to save you. That's Seagal's role in this movie. <laughs> you don't actually see that guy get saved, by the way. No! <laughs> no, It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Him. Yeah. None of it matters. I so definitely they... thought he died. Until they just turned to the camera and said, he's okay now. Yeah. So the main story that's going on is that the... I'm going to have to chop the hell out of this. The main story that's going on is that Tim Abel, who is objectively the main character of this movie, Sergeant Victor... Mosby. (laughs) Sergeant Victor Mosby... He's objectively the main character of this movie, and it doesn't make any sense why he's not the front man on the cover, but like, it's a Seagal movie. We've just come to expect it. He, he gets back to their camp, and their sergeant says, you can't go rescue Seagal. We need you to stay here. Actually, we need you to go out and get this truck of supplies. So they go out and get the truck of supplies, and shenanigans ensue there's a woman there who's the niece of or not daughter-in-law 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 of the taliban leader guy and so they don't shoot at them because they realize she's there and he they have and her and her son her baby it's a solid 60 minutes of about nothing and just then standing around decide, yelling at the one guy that knows how to fix the truck, like, hey, fix that truck. And he's like, I'm working on it. I'm the only one that knows how to do this. And they're yeah. like, well, work on it better. That's my favorite part. I said I said out loud, that's like they're being project managers. The guy, see, the guy literally says, well, I have to do this, and I have to do this, and then I have to test it, and then I have to, like, 
once I test it, I'll know if it worked and then we can drive out of here because he's trying to fix this truck that's broken down. And immediately after that, you hear both of the other guys, you hear RVD say, well, what's the ETA? And he says, I don't know. I have to do it and then test it and see if it works. <laughs> well, get it done as soon as possible. We need to get out of here. And I'm I, like, my God, I know this we need to get job. out of here. I've been stuck here right. in the desert. But no, but this is like, this is my life. This is, we have a, a, a critical production bug. And <laughs> our project manager says, how long do you think it'll take to fix this? And I say, I have no idea. I have to debug it, test it, and then we can get it to QA and see what they think. And they say, well, how long is that going to take? And I say, I don't know. I have to debug it and test it <laughs> and figure out what's wrong. And then we can get it to QA so they can like test it to make sure that it's good. I don't well, even what's the ETA on that? I don't know. I don't even actually know the problem. The, what you've exactly. asked me to do it's, is identify the problem. I haven't done that yet. It's, it just <laughs> made me laugh. I can't tell you how long it's going to take until I know what's going on. So yeah. you're telling us um, that Detroit is the most relatable and empathetic character of this entire piece. By the way, the guy's name is Detroit. His call sign is Detroit because it he doesn't matter. I'm going to edit that out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so they get shot at for like 60. They get shot at and they're out in the field trying to fix this truck for like probably a solid hour of this movie. And then they Just milling about up, in the desert doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then they end up not getting shot at because they found the daughter-in-law of the leader of the Taliban there and so they have to go use her but not actually her it's this other woman is like a ploy to get Seagal back and then at the very end they're all united with Seagal I, I don't I just don't care I don't care I don't want to talk about it well, what I, was it their plan matter. I don't the, even know what the their plan recap was of this, the recap of this doesn't matter I'm so tired of talking about these movies and trying to give you the listener like an idea of what the movie was because it just doesn't matter this was just straight garbage and it made my head hurt and I think it this one matters the like the least of any that we've watched because even whenever when the movie's bad you're like okay well then like this thing happened and this thing happened it was dumb but this one just straight up for most of the movie nothing does happen and when something does happen it's very dumb like there is a nato photojournalist along with them and she keeps trying to take photos and they keep yelling at her oh don't take photos and then she tries to take photos and they're like oh don't take photos so then they give her a gun she can just like lie down underneath a truck and just like ping ping like immediately snipe two dudes with a handgun like better than the army guys and then she factors into the plot at the end she's the one she disguises herself as the daughter-in-law of the taliban leader so she like yeah. walks forward and then she's like psych and like plants an explosive on him and, like I'm, it's but, literally slapstick to, like, it's listen, stupid you, like someone listening to this listening to you say that they're gonna think that's like what are you even talking about and that's the, that's this movie that's it that's it's so know. dumb oh so upsetting i can't they go to confront the taliban leader and give him his fake daughter-in-law and then explode him and then get into a gunfight with the rest of his men that's their plan there's like two and a half gunfights max and yeah. I'm not kidding you when I say maybe the worst, like just worst shot, worst staged, worst edited gunfight you've ever seen in any movie ever. It's and guys, that's the entire I'm, movie. It's guys, very boring. I'm so tired of talking. Like I'm, I'm coming to the edge of my of my rope here with this project. Like this, the these this movies, movie is the one that like broke you. There's, so, it's so bad. I can't. It's so difficult to describe in an audio format just why this was such a frustrating thing to sit through and, and watch because 
it's just garbage. Well, it's so Aaron, you know how you always say that this is this this project is the super size me. Like yeah. we're not we're not here to analyze the films. We're here to analyze how the films impact us. And yeah. this it it hurt this one hurt me. Honest mm. to God. We're we're just coming back from the holidays. Yeah. I spent a wonderful week at home with my family, and now I come back and I have to sit down and watch this trash movie and I'm I think I'm broken. Honestly, I'm I'm so I'm so tired of it. Fair. <laughs> I just don't care. Oh, it sucked. It sucked so much. Do you know what thought I had while I was watching this? <laughs> what? I never thought I'd say this. I I and I would never say it again, but damn, I miss Keone Waxman. <laughs> <laughs> Keone Waxman could at least like carry a story. There was like plot beats, one that led the, to another, that led, led to another. The, like Keone Waxman's psychology or whatever was like I thought the worst set of movies that we've watched, and then we've watched two more since then, and those two have been worse than every single Keone Waxman film. Like I don't know how he does it. So the, the original conceit of this entire project was to watch a a person, a create. I'm gonna say creator an artist's entire oeuvre and That's examine really loose. that person's career. You're using that term real fast and loose on yeah, Seagal. I, I, think, <laughs> I think Seagal's genius, his artistic genius, <laughs> is finding new and more boring ways to be boring. Right. Every time we enter into a new era, it is more boring than the one before it. it really it's not just is. worse, because it it's easy to be worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hard to be this frustratingly worse. Yeah. It's <laughs> like he has found new ways to be boring. It's amazing. Like you thought it was boring when Seagal shows up for two seconds to like cut some zombies with a sword and then you follow these people <laughs> randomly wandering around a hospital. No, that was a, a downright. That was a thriller. That was that an was edge of my nail seats. biting. <laughs> that was a, a real like I, I watched the trailer for that. I anticipated it and followed it on Twitter compared to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a blockbuster event of the year. I think rather than describing the plot of this movie, the way I would summarize this is like. This is maybe just like very personal, like experience to like our generation, culture, demographic, whatever. But I'm sure, listener, if you're anything like me, you're familiar with like the 2010 to like 2013 era of YouTube with like where basically a bunch of guys yeah. would like play around with airsoft guns and then like add in like the, you know, flashes of like the muzzle flashes. Yeah. And like that was a video. What? So you you would like, so back in like, you know, let's say it's like 2011 or so you go on YouTube and you search for like, you know, Call of Duty in like real life or like Call of Duty IRL or something or like, you know, something like that. I'm not the person to talk about this with. I'm not even saying search for like, you know, the best, the ones that are getting like 6 million views, the highest of the high. If you just randomly search for like Airsoft Call of Duty or like Call of Duty in real life and pulled up any random video from some Joe Schmo channel with like two videos uploaded. The artistry on display there, like just the quality of choreographing a gunfight, which again was not choreographed, was literally just like they kind of ran around pretending to fire guns at each other. The care and attention that went into it was better than this $3 million, I don't know, direct-to-DVD movie. Like this is sub, not even just like sub-YouTube quality, because that's kind of indirectly insulting to like people who would like make content on YouTube. This is sub like, sub-mid-tier YouTube quality for... (laughs) the era because this came out in 2016 2016. yeah 
If you looked for some random YouTube video with a $0 budget from four years earlier, it would be better than this. So just picture one of those, but worse, and you get to watch one of those videos. It's like three minutes long. And then you sit and you watch paint dry for like 40 minutes. Mm. And then you get to watch another, you get to watch another, hey, YouTube, give me, you know, airsoft kills underscore the Joker, ha ha ha, you know, on YouTube, watch one of his videos for 40 minutes, go watch grass grow. And then you get to watch one more of those videos. That would be a slightly better experience than this movie. This was garbage. I'm looking at IMDb and I can't I can't find any information on the budget of this movie, but IMDb has the budget at five million dollars estimated. So like four and a half million dollars laundered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I so this is a funny thing. Whenever I watch this, I don't remember actually That's seeing way too I don't remember money. seeing the director's name on any part of this. Like I didn't see his name in the end credits. I like the end remember, credits yeah. start and it goes to like the first assistant director. It's listed on as Fred Olin Ray is director slash writer. But did you see that in the movie? I don't. I didn't see that in the opening or the end credits. I think this was a. Oh, I didn't stay for the credits. I think this. (laughs) No, you need to stay for the credits because of how weirdly bad. Even so, when you get to the end and it's like a black screen with white text scrolling up, you think that's easy. You can't mess that up. But the movie ends and they do like one person's name, like first assistant director from the bottom of the screen, scrolling up, still going. Up to the no, no no other names no other names no other names no other names keep going keep going okay goes off screen and then the next name comes like they have them just spaced <laughs> out so much further because when you like watch the credits you realize it's like maybe twenty people involved in this whole thing <laughs> they they had to space it out like there are again just like Counter Strike gun game in real life YouTube videos with longer credits than this I'm I'm, I'm reading Fred Olin Ray his biography on IMDb. <laughs> And firstly, it talks about all the famous people he's met. Not that he, like, (laughs) directed. (laughs) But the second sentence is about the time he got Christopher Lee's autograph. You know what? Fair. And then he made softcore pornography for Showtime and Cinemax. Nice. <laughs> His films rarely cost more than $500,000, and he has written under at least 30 different pen names from IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... Man, how far downhill we've come. Guys, wow. I'm tired. This is bad. I'm tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> we only have a few more left. I'm broken. There are only a few left. <laughs> like, I think the only thing I can say, I spent the last, like, 15 minutes talking about how bad the gunfights are in this, and I undersold how bad the gunfights are. <laughs> I am, like, ground-level combatants. Everyone is on the same pl- playing field. They're on the ground, and you show, like, the soldiers, like, shooting up, like, sh- and there's nobody on the roofs. Like, they're just shooting no. up, and it, but it's just random cuts of people firing. There's no sense of space. There's no... It's not even... I. It's not even gunfight. It is like a slideshow of <laughs> you're just watching a PowerPoint presentation of this guy fired a gun and then this guy fired a gun and then this guy fired a gun and then this guy kind of just ran into the middle of, of the road for some reason with the yeah. with the wacky transitions between each slide. Whoa. Yeah, whoa. That, and that's the only interesting thing to talk about this movie because it is quite literally the rest of it is people standing around a truck. <laughs> yeah no so the only thing i have to say i i i didn't take notes i've even i've tried to take notes on some of these other ones cause even though they're so bad i, I want to remember something i want to have something interesting to say but it, it was pointless this is just straight trash but they're the only thing that i can say about this movie is it's so so painful 
So just to set the scene, because we kind of, I'm, I'm going to edit out a lot of the recap because I'm not, <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> but, but just to set the scene, there was a woman that the NATO photographer that Zach mentioned earlier, she was along with, we'll call them like team B who did not include Zagal for the entire movie. She has no idea Seagal even exists. Yeah. They, they don't ever meet. They don't ever talk about each other. Their names are not mentioned in the same sentence. There's never a conversation about one or the other had with one or the other. They are two entirely separate plot lines that exist entirely in separate lives. She in this even movie. at the beginning, she even specifically tries to ask about what happened to the village and they like get mad at her and refuse to tell her. She doesn't even know that yeah. like these men are like stuck there. She doesn't so even know that Seagal exists. And they take right? the memory card out of her camera, which would immediately get you court-martialed. She's a, <laughs> a battlefield reporter. You can't do that. Yeah. So she does not know that Seagal even exists. Now, at the very end of the movie, under very tenuous circumstances, the B team rescues Seagal from the village that he was quote-unquote trapped in the entire time which apparently just had the leader of the taliban chili there like next door (laughs) and the movie ends with her walking up to seagal pointing a camera at his face and says are you really as good as they all say you are and he says oh every once in a while and then it plays this dramatic music and the movie's over i can't like it's it even just on a on a basic like logic <laughs> just on the on the underlying the the core sort of circumstances on which this movie in which this movie takes place there's no con- that none of it, it ugh, trash trash straight trash just complete and utter trash i will never in my life get those 85 minutes back and i'm worse off for it i'm so bad. tired of these it's just trash (laughs) i can't i just can't deal with it i just can't deal with it it's so bad and and again it's not fun trash you're not laughing no you're falling asleep i can't fall asleep because i'm so mad (laughs) the most entertaining thing to me is just that again he uses the titular sniper for the first like four seconds and then never again touches it he uses like you know (laughs) this other gun for the rest of time the movie's called Sniper Special Ops. He uses a sniper rifle precisely three times, <laughs> and on one of those shots, he misses. <laughs> is he really as good as they all say he is? Everyone's <laughs> wild. Uh, but that even oh on this other God. gun he uses, the, I just kept. Once I just noticed, it, I couldn't stop noticing it, so I would just kind of like you know note it every single time and like maybe get like a slight chuckle. Is that he has a red dot sight, and every time they show him using it, it's like an obnoxiously big like crosshair. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like that. So, so again, he's like on rooftops, just sniping special opie dudes <laughs> with a red dot sight gun. <laughs> he just has like an AR. He just has. I, I I'm not. I don't know guns. I just he doesn't have a rifle. He just has like. Well, also. A, <sighs> even when he does have the sniper rifle it has like a like a standard compensator on it whenever he fires it does like a pew sound <laughs> like it's silenced or something even though it's this gigantic rifle mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you have a quote-unquote silencer on there you're gonna hear it for miles also he just doesn't there's n- the only there's the only thing on the end of that barrel is like a, a, a oh, compensator which doesn't do anything 
I can't what he's believe we're gonna talk about this. So we've talked about how he doesn't know how to hold guns before. I think no. this other gun he has, oh I think God. it's like an M4. I'm not, I don't know, I wasn't Something. really paying enough attention. But we've talked about before how he holds the stock above his shoulder, which he does yeah. here. But also when he's on the rooftop <laughs> sniping dudes with his M4 red dot sight, he just randomly switches between holding it like right hand dominant, left hand dominant. Yes. Yeah. They don't even justify it like, oh, he's going around a corner in a small, you know, in an enclosed space. <laughs> he's just like randomly, just like literally in the middle of a gunfight switching. He got tired holding one arm up. And then I like, he'll be in a gunfight and just share all movie was such hard work. And he'll just like, look away. He'll just look away and be firing and not even like, look where he's shooting for like (laughs) multiple times. And when we, now I want to make this clear. We make a lot of jokes about Seagal and his figure and how he likes to sit in a chair the whole movie and how he doesn't actually like to act, even though that's his job in this movie, he's on his feet for maybe 5% 5% of the movie, and that is um, not exaggerated. Maybe 5% generous. of his screen time, which is like 10% yeah. of the movie. <laughs> he is in a chair, literally in a chair. Like, you see him sitting in a chair for the entire movie. Well, and but so, he's the, he tits to his face on the cover! But it's him and his Ugh. buddy, like, hold up in this room hiding, okay? But he's not even sitting there, like, you know, with the gun at the ready. Like, he's just sitting there kind of vaguely I'm looking out a window, <laughs> and it'll just cut. It'll show, like, four Taliban dudes just kind of running around, and he's just like, just sitting there just like looking so disinterested <laughs> like nothing. it's impossible to state how little effort went into this nothing 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 he at one point he goes out of the room to like radio the command and the command's like oh okay good we heard back from him i want every single update on that to come through my ears okay that's the last time we ever see the guy that does yeah. not come up again <laughs> nope. we don't ever hear anything more about like it. just a running they list don't... of the dropped elements <laughs> like... <laughs> they're like they the guy they want they like they they even make a point they want to go back and rescue him and their commander goes no nah, we don't have time for that we don't have the resources for that and then Seagal manages to find a radio to radio base camp and the same guy who said no we don't have time for that we don't have resources for that says I want all of the updates from this guy to come through my ear first and then that's it like they they figured he was still alive and then they got confirmation that he was still alive and then they didn't do anything with either of those two pieces of information garbage Nothing. trash straight trash uh um, i literally don't think i have another thing to say about this movie oh i don't there's this I'm whole s- <laughs> mad <laughs> the original mission in like the opening scene was to rescue a congressman mm, yeah. that they never explain like how he got kidnapped one of the characters <laughs> even like directly asks the question how in the world did a u.s congressman end up being kidnapped by the taliban like, well, they even make this, this even... point, like, he's an anti-war congressman. He wants to cut all of our funding. And they're like, isn't it a little fishy that he was just out and got captured and everyone in his unit was killed? And then they just don't, don't talk about it again. That's awesome. No, no not, he doesn't come up again. Never comes up again. Again. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're hinting at a conspiracy that's gone within 20 minutes. Also, uh, they just, like, throw out this random dig uh, where the true main character, Vic, he finally meets with the Taliban leader. And the Taliban leader guy speaks English. And he's like, yeah, he oh. was educated in the states. Yeah, and the the Taliban guy, the supposed villain who gets introduced and then killed within two minutes, less. But he's like the main villain of this whole movie. They've been talking about him through the whole movie. He just drops that you know he came to the United States and received a liberal arts degree. And the hero of the movie says, "Oh, I, I just have a high school diploma. Aren't you fancy, whatever?" As if like, I was particularly hurt as a liberal arts major 
uh, that <laughs> to be a liberal arts major makes him like that's supposed to like drive home how he's the villain of this movie. It's <laughs> because he's a liberal arts major. Yeah, he says liberal arts four years. And the guy goes high school four years. Yeah. <laughs> this guy got literally just the most common type of like higher like degree in the United States. And he's like, wow, I can't believe it. But like that, it's a that like just the film language around that tells you that that's supposed to make you hate the the villain more. That he's a liberal arts major. What? And, and they don't even like throw in like an oh yes Harvard or something. Like they don't even go for <laughs> like oh he went to like America's best school. Mm-hmm. They're just, he's like I just went to he like went to like a state school in Missouri and this guy's <laughs> like hmm, this smug elitist terrorist scumbag. But they do mention where the reporter lady went to college. I forget what it was like some private school. I don't know. Oh yeah. Cause he like guesses like two Ivy leagues and she just says another school that I'm not, I'm not personally familiar with. Like I'm like sure some kind of private school or anything about it. Yeah. And he's like, hmm, pretty close or something. <laughs> Doesn't matter. None of it. Matters. None of it. Ma- it was written none by an AI matter. and I'm talking like a 2016, <laughs> like, you know, a uh, smart child chatbot AI. <laughs> yeah, I think I just, I just don't think any person involved in this gave even the smallest iota of a crap about it. No. No. Nobody here cared about anything. Is the definition of a hack job. I'm bored. I hated it. Don't don't watch it. Even like for, you know, oh, get drunk and watch a bad movie. No. I'm sorry. Bailey's like losing his mind in the other room. I'm sorry if That's you can hear okay. that. I still love Bailey. <laughs> if you're going to get drunk and watch a bad movie, get drunk and watch like a clever bad movie. Not Well, that's not how I would. That's the wrong way to put it. Get drunk and watch Airplane. But that's not a bad movie. I know. Yeah. Don't watch it. Don't get drunk and watch a bad movie. Get drunk and watch a clever movie. Hey, <laughs> oh, drunk and watch okay. something funny. Don't get drunk. How about that? <laughs> are we? Are we? Well, pro- just watch we, good movies. Are, are we anti? Are we prohibition here? No. <laughs> I didn't say don't drink. I said don't get drunk. That's a different thing. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, definitely don't watch this movie. I, this Definitely is like half a star. Movie, whatever this, is, you do. this is very low on my ranks list. I'm this not. I'm. I can tell you right now. My. I'm not gonna. My line is is her line at the end that doesn't make any sense. That is not linked to anything throughout the movie. Comes out of nowhere. She doesn't even know this man exists, but she says, "Are you really as good as they all say you are?" It's garbage. Straight garbage. Half a star. Uh, if I could give it less, I would. I. I, it was painful. It was awful. I, what would you so, watch instead? So anything. Literally anything on God's green earth I would watch instead of this piece of garbage. I would watch paint dry on the wall instead of this. <laughs> I'm going to recommend literally any, you know, airsoft, like, gunfight after effects tutorial, like, video from YouTube from, like, the year, like, 2009 on. I guarantee it's better. <laughs> it can be like 12 year olds using not even like after effects it can be 12 year olds using like windows movie maker it'll be better i guarantee you remember it. you know in uh we, we the three of us we used to judge uh high school competition we, we were in a club in high school where we it was a tech club where we like did graphic design and co2 cars and all kinds of stuff and we would compete against other schools in the area later on after we graduated we would go back and help judge because they always needed help yeah judging high school competitions it was cool we got to see our old teachers it was fun one of the competitions that i judged was the like i don't even remember what it was called but it was like they would make videos there would be a theme and they would have to make a short yeah and they would have to act like write it um storyboard it and then act in this short film right 
of some topic. It changed every year. High school kids making short films, <laughs> most of the time, not great, no. right? <laughs> every single one of those that I have ever watched in all in those few years that we did that I judged that competition, all of them infinitely better than this piece of garbage that I just sat through. Yeah, easily. Yeah, easily. <laughs> not even even like middle school. Like I'm serious. <laughs> I just I can't even begin. If if those high schoolers. Had, or middle schoolers had the budget that these people did for this <laughs> oh, movie. Oh, they so would have they oh would have made some <laughs> kind of like, movie blockbuster. Uh. Hey, did you know? According to the IMDb trivia page, this movie was filmed in twenty days, and though Steven Seagal is the <laughs> only person on the poster and is has the top billing, he only appears in the movie for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Less than one eighth of the runtime. And this is a this is a short movie, like we said. I I was. This was so funny. This is this is like you know, this is marriage. Earlier today, we were talking about this, and Sarah was like, "Oh, like is it the typical like you know like of all these?" I'm like, "Oh, actually, it's shorter. It's like an hour twenty five or so." And she goes, "Oh, that's not even a Paul Blart." <laughs> and I was like, "You're." She, I was like, "You're right." I'm I'm like proud of you in a very like the opposite of proud type way, but <laughs> go Sarah. That's not even one Paul Blart. Like, oh, that's not even a Paul Blart. <laughs> Yeah, you can watch either Paul Blart instead of this. Paul Blart 1 is really bad. I would never watch that movie again. It's really painful. You could watch that instead of this one. <laughs> I don't have a favorite quote from this movie. I, I don't I don't know. Don't mention it, brother. That's it. Like I don't uh, Oh, you stole my quote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's half of Seagal's dialogue. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely my favorite quote is, don't mention it, brother. Um, and he doesn't... You, you gotta get it right. He says... Don't gets real, real up close to his mic that's the, like taped to his chin and he goes brother. Brother. actually yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> um, uh, garbage uh, uh, half a star half a star it was trash it's I bad was, this, I this was is mad so by low end. on my list uh, what should you watch instead I'm gonna give you a particular YouTube video Ooh. oh my god lay it on me so this has nothing to do with what we're doing here but there's this uh, YouTube channel the pre-modernist pre-modernist he made an hour-long video, advice for time traveling to medieval Europe. He's a like some sort of researcher of the Middle Ages. He just sits in front of his camera and talks at the camera for an hour, and it is, at least compared to this, riveting. <laughs> it is honestly a very good video. Did this, did this like just pop up and you're you're recommending? Yep, and I watched it, and it's great. He <laughs> recently did a follow-up of all the questions and the like in the YouTube comments that he got from his first video. It's great. Ad- advice for time traveling to medieval Europe uh, from uh, pre-modernist. It's great. Wait, I have time travel to medieval Europe Q&A. Is this another? That's the, that's the follow-up. Oh, that's the, the follow-up. follow-up. Oh, I see. Wow. It's great. I just go into my YouTube homepage to pull this video up. I got from the Criterion Collections YouTube channel, Jason Schwartzman's Closet Picks. Um, watch that instead. Watch any like closet picks from any, especially if it's like a director, actor, someone you've never heard of before. Like, yes, 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 of course, you know, go watch Bill Hader's Closet Picks or whatever. But find some like person who like made a movie you never heard of, you never heard of their name and watch their closet picks. You'll get some good film recommendations there. That's um, it. I don't know. Yeah, no outro. I'm done. This movie I'm sucked. So done. I hated it. That means one of us has to die.
Movie didn't get a real ending. Neither will this episode. That's okay. Yeah. This ruined my Wednesday. Is this podcast really <laughs> as good as they say it is? <laughs> <laughs> Who's they? <laughs> okay, that makes almost certainly not. <laughs> that makes just as much sense as when they ask it in the movie. <laughs> but the answer is yes. Every once in a while. <laughs> every once in a while. Okay. Bye. Good night. I love you. I'm gonna stop right, recording. I'm done.